Welcome to Hearthside, mini episodes of Hearth and Heather exploring fables, stories, and poetry. Let's join Kathy by the fire. Vasilisa, the brave. Vasilisa was a strong child. Her mother knew this. So when the mother found herself on her deathbed, she called her daughter over, pulling a doll from under the bed covers. She told Vasilisa that this doll carries her motherly blessings and will help her in times of trouble. As long as Vasilisa fed the doll and kept it secret, it would guide and protect her. Vasilisa took the doll from her mother's hands, and while they embraced, the mother took her last breath. Years later, Vasilisa found herself cast out of her home with the task to find a flame from the witch, Baba Yaga, who lived deep in the forest. The reasons behind how and if she left on her own accord vary, but it doesn't matter. She was no longer in the comfort and knowingness of her home. We've all found ourselves in her situation, pushed into the unknown, grappling to find our footing. And so she found herself wandering the great dark forest with her doll in her pocket. The forest became colder and colder, darker and darker. The trees creaked under the weight of the snow collecting upon them. The wind rustled through the empty branches and her skin chilled. Vasilisa gave her mother's doll a morsel of bread and asked it where she would find the witch's house. The doll, in its own way, told her which way to go, and together they meandered through the night, down rocky paths and snow-covered grass. Sometime later, a man riding a white horse galloped by her, and the sky began to clear of its darkness. Vasilisa fed her doll some breadcrumbs, and with the doll's guidance, they continued on their path. Further along, a man on a red horse quickly rode by, and the sky turned a deep blush behind him. She was astonished by these sights, thinking she must be getting closer to Baba Yaga to see such wonders. A few more turns, and Vasilisa saw a third horseman dressed in black. As he rode past, the entire sky turned dark once again, as if an ink pot was spilled over the horizon. Roaming the vast trees, her eyes straining for any sign of light, she saw a faint glowing through the branches. Stepping forward with the snow crunching underneath her feet, she found herself in front of a home with a fence made from skulls and bones. The faint glow she saw from a distance 
was emanating from the skulls themselves, with eye sockets that glowed with the heat of fire-red coals that were placed within them. The hut itself, well, she couldn't really make out what she saw, for it was a dizzying illusion. The hut stood with a chicken foot at each corner, holding it up. Sometimes it moved without leaving its place. Just as she was about to ask her doll what she could do, Baba Yaga descended upon her and asked the girl what she wanted. In response, Vasilisa pleaded with the witch and explained how she was seeking a flame in order to gain entrance back into her home and the comfort of her family. The witch replied that she knew of her tasks and of her people, but that nothing comes for free. Baba Yaga pursed her lips and grumbled that she would give the girl fire if she completed tasks for her. But if she could not accomplish them, Vasilisa would instead pay with her life. Vasilisa was, of course, terrified, but her doll gave her strength, and so she placed her hands on the bone gate and walked up the path to Baba Yaga's hut. In the morning, Baba Yaga's eyes grew sharp and keen at the girl as she read off the list of tasks she wanted Vasilisa to do. Some were simple, such as washing and mending and sweeping, but others felt intentionally impossible, such as sorting the mildewed corn kernels from the good ones, or separating poppy seeds from bits of soil. All of these tasks had to be completed, as well as a dinner at the ready for the witch by the time Baba Yaga returned in the evening. With this last command, Baba Yaga disappeared as quickly as she had come the night before. In despair, Vasilisa was reminded of her doll and how it carried her mother's blessing. She put her faith in this, fed her doll, and asked it how could she accomplish all these tasks? The doll assured her that she could, so Vasilisa set to work. In doing all the tasks, Vasilisa soon became drowsy and anxious of her ability to complete all of them, especially the more impossible tasks. The doll told her to take some rest and that it would complete the sorting of the kernels and the seeds for her. Vasilisa was too drowsy to argue or even think about how such a thing would be accomplished, and she suddenly awoke to the sound of a black horse riding by. She quickly ran to the witch's garden and was stunned to see that the corn kernels were in two neat piles, as well as the poppy seeds and the soil in their own separated piles. She picked up the doll, fed it, thanked it, and placed it in her pocket and quickly ran to the witch's kitchen to finish dinner. When Baba Yaga returned, she walked around her hut, inspecting the girl's work. 
She was surprised to see all the tasks completed and properly. She sneered at the girl, stating how she must have luck on her side. The witch then clapped and asked the ether to grind the corn and grind the poppy seeds. Suddenly, three disembodied sets of hands appeared in the air and began to work on the seeds. As the witch ate her meal, Vasilisa pushed aside her fear and asked Baba Yaga, who were the three horsemen she saw riding by? Baba Yaga answered that the white rider was the day and the red the setting sun and the black rider, oh well, he's nightfall. In return, the witch asked if the girl had any other questions. Vasilisa began to open her mouth, but she felt the weight of the doll in her pocket growing heavier and heavier, and so she stopped. Instead of inquiring about the magical hands, which she really wanted to know about, she told the witch she had no further questions because she preferred to leave some things a mystery. Baba Yaga squinted her eyes in pleasure by this answer, and so out of curiosity she asked the girl, how is it that she always answers wisely? and was able to complete the task set before her. Speaking with pure honesty, the girl answered that it was possible by the blessing of her mother. Baba Yaga stared at the child and bellowed. She wanted none of Vasilisa's blessings in her hut. The witch walked Vasilisa out into her garden, grabbed one of the glowing skulls from her fence, placed it unceremoniously on a stick and handed it to the girl. Baba Yaga leaned down and looked at the girl with her dark piercing eyes and quietly told her that she had spent quite long enough away from her home and that she must now make the return journey. Vasilisa wandered the forest in the hopes of finding her home now that she had the fire she was seeking. The woods were still dark, but it did not bother her, for she had the soft glow of the coals and the skull lantern and her doll in her pocket. The creaking trees began to sound familiar, and quickly she found herself back on the path she recognized. When she arrived, she saw that her home was open to her, so she entered and was welcomed back. The place she once felt barred from took on new meaning in the light of Baba Yaga's coals. Comfort returned, but in different ways. And from these magical coals, she was able to spark a fire, forever changing the atmosphere of home.